Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind, digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are part particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually just dropped the thought piece this past Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. If it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 10 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, les meufs et les mecs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our channel. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And this week, our topic of discussion is wellness. And I'm here to talk about how to put limits on the stress in your life. Yes, so our first video this week, we talked about how to wait patiently, so how to really manage down the stress that we experience during those periods of waiting. Whereas this conversation, we're just blank slating it. We're just talking about stress in general and talking about different ways to manage and mitigate over stressing in our lives as it relates to just the things that take place on a day-to-day -day basis. So I am someone who really, I really do value my energy and I think that stress is one of those things that if you're not being careful, it can creep in and really take over. And I've learned to manage my stress, I think, quite efficiently. And I think that it's interesting because I had a few people comment on some of my stress management strategies and how I incorporate these strategies regardless of what's going on in my life actually and I think that we're so accustomed to having really maladaptive responses to stress and allowing stress to consume us and really eat into the beauty of the present moment that for those of us who recognize you know what the amount of energy that I expend stressing on this isn't going to change the outcome so I might as well still enjoy life like I might as well still enjoy this present moment for the joy that I can derive of it and that's what I do and I think that it's important to share the wealth and I think when it comes to wellness it really involves these small habits that we 
take on on a day-to-day -day basis, these little things that have a significant weight. And I am really big on the little things. So I'm here to give you my top three ways that I manage stress down and the ways that I compartmentalize and really put an emphasis on the cap that stress plays in my day-to-day. -day. And so the first tip that I wanna give you is having a list of untouchables. And when I say untouchables, things that your stress is not allowed to cannibalize on. And I think this is the thing that really surprises people the most because for me, no matter what it is that I go through, I have aspects of my daily routine that are untouchable even by me. So I don't even have the right, I'm not authorized myself to write off needing to do these activities because they build into my stress management, into my energy management. And I'm someone who firmly believes that life needs to be approached from a place of balance, of feeling centered, of feeling grounded so that we can make really the best choices for ourselves. And for me, that translates as just few key little activities in the day. So this involves my morning routine, my nighttime routine and yoga or some sort of physical activity. And you'll find no matter what it is that I'm going through, how much stress I'm experiencing, how much chaos and calamity that life throws my way, I will always have a morning routine, a nighttime routine and some sort of physical activity that I do because I think that it's so important that when life is going a little bit nuts that we go inward. And I think that there's so much beauty to be claimed in the present moment when we take some of what happens in our present moments and we go inward. And I think much of the TLC that our mind, body and soul requires is just quality time with self. One of my love languages is quality time. And all I need is like these small little moments where I'm really putting a lot of emphasis and intention behind the time that I spend with myself. And I think we talk about love languages by way of like how we give and receive love from one another, but they're also how we give and receive love within ourselves. And I find that me spending some quality time with myself in the morning at nighttime and doing some sort of physical activity during the day, like it helps keep me grounded. It helps keep me feeling focused and aligned, even if the world around me is going absolutely nuts. And I find that like the more stability that I have, the more untouchables that I'll have in my day, but like at its bare roots, like morning, evening and yoga or some sort of physical activity are my untouchables and having those in my life on a day-to-day -day basis allows me to manage my stress. So I will never have stress overflow because of these specific activities that really do center me. They ground me and they help me start from a fairly steady eddy state. So my second tip when it comes to how to manage stress just on a daily so that we're not feeling overstressed is cutoff points. And I am someone I recognize that stress has a value when it has like a message and it requires requires a response and I feel that the amount of stress that I'm taking in gives me sort of the push that I need to respond. So I value stress that like pushes me to respond, that like is uncomfortable enough that I have to think about the best way to strategize and to navigate accordingly. But the kind of stress that is debilitating where I feel overwhelmed, I really don't have a whole lot of threshold for. In my younger years when it was the case that I was really pushing myself very hard and I was taking on things that were definitely beyond my scope of ability what I would do so that I wasn't crippled and feeling paralyzed by stress and feeling overwhelmed was I would piecemeal it. And so that's what I've like just come to do instinctively. If there's a really big stressor in my life, I will piecemeal it into manageable chunks. I will prioritize those chunks based on the things that I am able to do, based on the things that I feel if I don't do, like the stress is gonna continue. And based on what I recognize is going to help me manage my emotional energy just for the other things I'd like to do in my 
day. So piecemealing the big stressors is super important. Chunking it out and only allowing yourself to attend to the chunks that you know you can address and letting go of the stressors that really, like when you think about it, other than worrying about it, there's not a whole heck of a lot that you can do in this present moment. It might require some patience. It might require like external, you know, external factors before you can address it. And then for me, like if I can't physically address it, if there's nothing that I can personally do to address it, I'm pushing it out. It has been cut off because I do not like the sensation of feeling overwhelmed, feeling crippled and paralyzed by my stress. And I think that a lot of us just feel helpless in the states that we don't particularly enjoy. And for me, if I don't enjoy a specific state of being, then I curb it. I'm not really going to allow myself to subject myself to experiences that I have the ability to shift and change. And I think with stress, incorporating cutoff points has been so healthy for me and only focusing on the stress that will fuel me, that will give me the little push forward or that will kind of light a little bit of a fire under my butt if it is the case that I'm lagging. But no, I am no longer open to stress that overwhelms me and that cripples me and that paralyzes me. And if you do feel this kind of reaction to stress and just think about it in smaller doses, like how can I take this big chunk of stress and piecemeal it into manageable chunks? What do I need to do with each of these chunks? What can't I do at this point in time? And if I can't address it now, I'm not gonna stress about it right now either. And so this brings me to my last point, and this is kind of comedic depending on the perspective that you take. But my last point is avoidable stress, like stress that I can opt into or out of. And I think that when it comes to me pursuing specific goals and objectives and desires, and that comes with a certain degree of stress just in building momentum or in dealing with different obstacles and hurdles that come along the way, like that kind of stress, I'm happy to deal with if the outcome is worthy of the stress that like the pursuit involves. I'm happy to deal with that or even sometimes like the stress that life brings to me so you know there's certain stressors that life brings to you there's not a whole heck of a lot that you can do about it but where there is a choice <laughs> And I have to laugh because I'm like fairly Occam's razor about it. Like if I have a choice to opt into or opt out of a specific stressor, I am more prone to opt out. Like I very rarely will accept or tolerate stress that I actually don't need to deal with. And a lot of this takes place socially. And I think that's where a lot of our stress generates. A lot of our stress generates from specific relationships that we engage in. And I am someone, I have so much that I like to do in my life. I have this one life that I have to live that if it is the case that there is a relationship that is really <laughs> carving out energy and it's stressful and it's not a very enjoyable experience for me like my threshold for that or that for that relational tie is, is low so I find that I will apply the Occam's razor to areas of my life that I don't need to deal with like if I don't need to deal with the stress involved with it if it's a choice and making the choice to opt out really doesn't hurt my ability to strive towards my goals and doesn't hurt my ability to just live my life to the fullest and enjoy the, each present moment then I'm gonna cut those relationships out and I think a lot of us feel like we are obligated to hold on to relationships that stress us out but life can be very stressful right like and I think sometimes the harder choice but the more responsible choices to cut out those opt-in stressors. So the stressors that we opt into, but we can definitely avoid. And I'm here to say like, if it's an avoidable stress, so much of life is like unavoidable stress. So much of what actually is going to bring meaning and fulfillment in our life is going to come with its share of stress. That if you have different relationships that are just not worth their value in stress, then I think it's 
time to at least put that relationship on the back burner and let them know like unless you're here to like uplift me and to bring happiness and joy in my life for at least the majority of the time like I get it like we're human like not even I am infallible like I can be a stress to other people I am sure but I always try to make a point that I bring more joy and I bring more value to people's life than what I take from it like, I don't want anyone to think of me like if my number shows up on the color ID they're like oh you know like here's another stress like this person only has problems to share like she doesn't really bring it a whole lot of joy and sunshine to our lives I never want that to be me and if that's you if that's someone if that's the role that you play for others and you're happy to kind of cannibalize in their mental space by being a stressor in their lives then if they're listening to this video chances are at some point in the future if they see the point and they see the value in the note that I'm making that you're gonna get cut out or at least put on a small dose program and I think people who are high stress and people who like consume a lot of energy I call them energy vampires really I think they're high stress and that means they have low access in any case these three rules I cycle through fairly frequently and it's created a lot of room for just breathing and to exhale and to be present and to enjoy my life and I tell you I have a lot of reasons to stay stressed but I am resolved that I will enjoy at least 80% of my day so there could be 20% of my day where I feel stressed there could even be like 30% of my day where I'm quasi stressed where I'm managing stress but like at least I want to enjoy my life like I'm not going to be so stressed out that I start to lose the joy that is living the beauty of each beautiful day even if that's just like the beauty in the trees I'm just looking out the window I see how big beautiful trees I'm like wow like what a day to be alive you know and I like to approach each day with that thought in mind and I think the way that I attend to things in my environment focus on my goals focus on my dreams focus on the things that I have to address and I have to deal with and then deal with relationships as like opt-in stressors for those relationships that are stressful it's really helped me just to be present and to just find life to be more meaningful overall so I wanted to share that with you and that's essentially the note today on how to build more wellness into our day today. Now before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page where we will be facilitating live events that focus on how to cultivate the critical thinking and the skills to derive more meaning and fulfillment out of life. Now these events are paid events so if you do see yourself continuing with our community, growing and evolving with our community on an ongoing basis then I suggest you purchase one of our package plans which gives you unlimited access to our live events as well as workshops and webinars over and above those live events so if this is something that appeals to you definitely join in become a part of our hashtag game changer community and i look forward to chatting with you very very soon we'll talk later